98.1 FM. This is Marathon to March. Welcome back, everyone. 13 days until the college hoop season begins. David and I are as ready as we'll ever be. We're ready, man. We I am. Two, we got two more previews left, starting with the SEC today. Um, ACC is going to be done off air later this week, early next week sometime. We're actually going to use next week on Tuesday with six days to go before the season starts as a mailbag episode. We'll, yeah. we'll post some stuff on Twitter, on Instagram, give anyone any opportunity they want to ask any question that w- for us to uh, start the college hoop season. But we have the SEC today. David, I think the SEC might be the most intriguing conference this year. Um, I don't think it's what the, a conference it is, man. I don't think it's the best. That obviously goes to the Big 12. but with, It's up there, though. With the depth this league has and kind of the way t- you can see. The young talent. Best, fr- best freshman of any league. This year. I mean, there are. I, I had it pulled up. Three, five, uh, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten five stars going to this conference. I have, I think, four freshmen on my all conference teams. Um, I have to look at those. I have four freshmen on my all, my all conference teams, and I think I considered putting like at least. Oh six. man, I do not. At least I considered putting at least six, but this is gonna be a fun episode, David. I am incredibly excited, and. I know that it's going to be just an amazing time. So, is is real quick, is Johan Triore out for the year? Or is that Johnny Broom? I don't think either of them are out for the year. Why did I see an injury on them? Um, they're, Oh, Chance Westry's out for a little while for them. That might have been what it is. He, but he's not Never out, mind that. He's, <laughs> he's not out for the year or anything like that. He, um, he is injured. It came out a couple... Uh, Couple hours ago, Rothstein posted that he's probably not going to be ready for opening night against George Mason. That's do you know who on, I'm, do you know honestly who I, like the yeah. marquee game on opening night. Do you know who I'm legitimately thinking of right now? Who? This is embarrassing. I'm thinking of freaking Fardaz Amok. <laughs> he does not play in this conference. He does not. He does not. You know, you know what? I've just kind of been out of it when I was talking about the SEC. I was writing my standings and I put. I'm going to put him at one, them at one, them at two, them at three. Then I put order four. I put Texas Tech. I wrote Texas Tech in there for some reason. It's not Texas Tech. Wrong but. Texas team going to this conference, David. So we have 14 teams to discuss. Let's start with the team that you and I both have at 14. 30 seconds on Vanderbilt. Is there anything notable about So them? I actually think their recruiting class is pretty strong. Um, There's there nothing like that's... Lee Dort? Lee Dort, um... I was I had it pulled up. They, they have seventh overall. They have better class than Mizzou. You know they have three four stars coming in. That's pretty impressive for a team like Vanderbilt. It's tough to recruit there. Stack buying himself a little time. Yeah, College Smith is really good. Um, he's a six eight power forward from Compass Prep, which is a school it, in Arizona. Arizona yeah. 
which is a pretty solid program. They play think, in uh, they play in Geico every year. Yeah, so they have I Liam am, Robbins. They have my dad, Liam Robbins, and he's awesome. So they will compete. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna there's been some games where they they win that they shouldn't just they shouldn't win. I honestly might put them at thirteen because I think you've kind of sold me on South Carolina. It took me about it took me about ten seconds to sell, sell me on South Carolina, but they're, they're terrible. They're, first of all, South Carolina lost a secret scrimmage um, the other day to Charlotte, which. By the way, that's only the second most embarrassing thing to happen in a secret scrimmage this year in the SEC. <laughs> it's true. Alabama holding a players-only meeting after a 30-point loss to TCU probably takes the cake on that one. But listen, Gigi Jackson's probably going to have some pretty good numbers. How efficient those numbers will be, I'm not sure. His usage rate is going to be massive. But, you know, their second-best player is might be Michi Johnson, who was kind of like who was good at high school, a role player at Ohio State last year. Yeah, he was good at high school, but he never really stuck in there at uh, at Ohio State. I, I that's I thought, a bad idea. I thought Lamont Paris was a uh, I thought Lamont Paris was a pretty good hire at the time. You know, he had some success at Chattanooga. A lot of people have success at, Ch- yeah. at Chattanooga, but I, I do think that. It's going to take some time. You know, South Carolina under Frank Martin, they had one fluke run to the Final Four. They did. Um, where they were a terrible offensive team all year, a really good defensive team, just started making shots in the tournament. But I think the South Carolina team, like, they're, they're going to be in the national spotlight a little because they have Gigi. Yeah. But, and boy, am I glad that he's at South Carolina and not North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, this team is not going to be very good. I don't think they're great, and like I said, I'm going to put them at 14 just because I like Vanderbilt overall more than than South Carolina. Fair. I just just as a as a, just a whole team, whole roster as a whole. I said whole like four times there. Who do you have at 12? Ole Miss. So do I. I like Ole Miss. Metrics for, love them. I like Deshaun Ruffin. That's fair. He's he's not a solid not player. like I love Deshaun Ruffin. Like. He could make it all conference team. I did not put him on there because I just feel like it's like, come on, Dave, like let's grow up here. But Torvik aver- has him averaging 15 a game this year. Wow, he is and five genuinely, assists. he is genuinely. I, I I I love him. I love him more than anything. And like he was, it was really a like he just missed for me. But I think he is so good. By the um, way, Torvik has this team at 43. Ken Palm has this team at 49. So, they're, are we thinking, we're, they're thinking like these metrics are telling me they're like a borderline tournament team. And there's someone that you love on this team. That I don't even know if you know you love this, uh, this guy on this team. Jamin Brakefield. He He's went awesome. Because he went to Duke. Well, no. Well, maybe. But uh, do the name Amari Abram ring a bell to you? Amari Abram does not. He was a little lefty point guard in the Norm Stewart Classic for Southern California Academy. Real? Ah, mm. okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And he is Trey first. Green, still the best player well, in that on, in that game. Well, no, you turned to me and said, "There's a lot of four stars and a five star here." Amari Abram was a three star. Well, Trey Green is also a three star. He's a four star now. He's a four star now. So is Amari Abram, and he was committed like Georgia State. He decommitted, went to Ole Miss now. Interesting. Which wasn't that one guy committed to freaking? Well, well Trey Ole Green, Miss? like one of his yeah, only Robert offer- Robert Cohert is also, or Robert Coward, not related to Colin at all, also goes to Ole Miss now, and he's not going to play. He's not very good. And he didn't really impress me in the Norm Stewart Classic. No, but uh, double-figure scores for this team. Deshaun Ruffin, for sure. Uh, Matthew Morrell, Jamin Brakefield. Those are kind of your big yeah. three. Dude, I kind of like Ole Miss. Ty Fagan, um, 
also in there, as long as Josh Mbala, the Buffalo tr- transfer. Yep, yeah, he's, so he's not bad. He'll be in the mix. The, the re- some of the reasons that I think this conference is so interesting is that even the teams that you and I are lower on and don't think are tournament teams, like metrics like them. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of interesting that you just have to keep I'm putting them at 11. I'm, I'm switching them. I'm moving to 11. Just because I did look at their freshman class. I like Amari Abram. This is such a biased thing I'm doing right now, but I'm moving to 11. Okay, so who who did you move down to 12? Then, Georgia. I okay, I have Georgia at 11, so let's discuss. Crazy. Let's discuss. Uh, Georgia's Hold roster up. is really good. The problem is... Bad. They have the worst coach of the conference by far. Yeah, you know, um, that was such a dumb hire. Worst hire of any team. Well, the decade, probably. Like, any team, period, this offseason. Like, any every single Division One team made a better hire than Georgia did. I think R- Penny Hardaway is a better hire than Mike White. <laughs> it's very possible. You should have told me you were caught. I would have, I would have muted it. It slipped up on me. Uh, good. Okay. This team has an absurd amount of transfers. And they return Cario Quendo. Yeah, who's who had the dunk of basketball like, player. He's their best player, and he had the dunk of the year last year on college basketball. I don't know if you remember that. Just yammed all over a guy. What game? I totally forget, but it was it was sick. Oh, I kind of remember it now. So, along with him, um, Terry Roberts. You still player? You did you see him play last year? Bradley? Yeah, yeah they played. They okay. played. Um, yeah, they played Loyola, right? They played Loyola. Oh. Yeah, Loyola was the, the four seed. Bradley was five. Bradley, yeah. Bradley's going to be solid this year. Bradley could challenge Drake for the MVC if Terry Roberts stayed. At, I hope not. Stayed there. But Mardres McBride, no, another good addition. Um, Braylon Bridges comes in. Uh, Jabri Abdur Rahim and Matthew Alexander Moncrief will be two role players. Those are two uh, high major transfers there. Abdur Rahim. I like. Um I, I think you mentioned George, Matthew, Matthew Alexander Moncrief. Georgia could be a tournament team if they so had a smarter hire. Who could they have hired that went better? Kirby Smart. Any mid, any really mid major coach? Dennis Gates. Like every single SEC team, except for Georgia, made a good hire, in my opinion. Obviously, like some of them won't. Time will up, tell for sure. Some of them won't end up working out, but like Lamont Paris at South Carolina, good hire, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Chris Jans at Mississippi State was a fantastic hire. That was hire. a really underrated hire. Fantastic. Really underrated hire. Um, obviously, Gates will get to. Todd yeah. Golden will get to. And then, uh, um, Murray. And then uh, Murray McMahon. What's his name? McMahon. McMahon. Matt McMahon at LSU. I almost said Matt Murray. I keep on saying Matt Murray, and he's the Mizzou KDGR guy. It's not him. He's also the goalie for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, that guy too. I miss Jack Campbell. So I like I did an article in the like late spring grading the SEC coaching hires. I think all of them except for Mike White, got a B or higher from me. Yeah. Mike White got an F. Yeah. Or I shouldn't say Mike White got an F, but Georgia got an F. For the, for that <laughs> Mike hire. White, he did nothing wrong. <laughs> he's, he's, just a bad, the bag. <laughs> he's just He's just a bad basketball coach. Um, so, yeah, I think that is really good. Uh, for, so that's your bottom four. I think this team at 10, who I, I'm assuming we will have the same team at 10. Yeah, we will. I think they are... Also, on this lower half of the SEC, I say lower half. It doesn't have to split in half, but the lower section. I think that when you get to nine, that's where the leap comes. Yeah, there is a, a clear switch up of talent from ten to nine. Number ten, we both have Mississippi State. We do. Mississippi State's an interesting team because, on paper, they're not. 
they're not they don't look as good as Ole Miss. They don't look as good as Georgia. But I think they're way better coached than either of those teams. And I do think some of their players are kind of flying under the radar. Tolu Smith, Smith yeah. could be an all-SEC guy. Injuries, injuries. DJ Jeffries is, a, is another interesting guy. Uh, Shaquille Moore will, do, will handle the point guard duties for them. Saw earlier that Cameron Matthews could be kind of a breakout player for this Mississippi State team. I, I think this could be a potential dark horse team to make the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I'm... I'm not necessarily low on them, but I'm not high on them. They they have some guys who I think have super high ceilings. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Tolu Smith. Um, there's the Southeast Missouri State transfer, Eric Reed Jr., who has got a strap from the arc. Um, and if he can translate that to the SEC, spreads the floor for them. I like him a lot. Also, bring um, Deshaun Davis. Yeah. Um, who's a Power 5 transfer. Yeah. That, that could be an interesting one. I want to say he like led the Pac-12 in assists last year, um, but I'm don't quote me on that. I'm I'm pretty sure he did. But I mean, their top three, like their top three projected scores, are all super talented, and they're all back. Yeah, um, this is reti- like a lot of returning players. A lot of returning players. That's what Chris James is gonna focus on this year. Yeah, not not a ton of like high impact transfers. Mm-hmm. They're they're not like. They're not like a Georgia who needs those transfers to like pop for them to do anything. Yeah. So they're on the bubble for me, but the lower end of the bubble, just because we can't, we we can't put everyone on the bubble. <laughs> That's one thing I did like last time, last year. I'm like they're a bubble team, they're a bubble team, they're a bubble. Team. No, you can't put everyone on the bubble. You cannot. And unfortunately, they're they are on the bubble. Yeah. So I honestly I, I have them too low in my national rankings, but that'll be changed. It's we have like 82, right? Yeah, I continue to update these. Um, I've moved some couple a couple teams around in the last couple of days. This this is going to continue to change um, before before the season starts. And honestly, like I, I once I make the TikTok video for my top 25 on a team, like I keep them at that spot. But like the teams that I haven't done the videos on, I'm I'm moving around still. Man, I'm looking at Lenardi right now. He is low on the SEC just as general. I have nine teams in the tournament. I'll have probably around seven or eight for me. I did my bracketology the other day. I had all the top nine teams in. I think, dude, I think Lenardi has like six in. That feels low. It's so, I don't think he has, unless I'm blind, unless I'm genuinely blind, I don't think he has Auburn making it. He that does. I'm, be, I'm tweaking. No, he does. Okay. I was going to say that'd be oh, interesting. That'd be insane. Okay. No, his lowest ranked team, I think, is the ninth seed of Texas AM. It's his lowest ranked squad. And so. even that feels kind of low for them. Yeah. But, and even for the people that are like lower on them, that feels yeah. low. Um. All right. Time to actually get into some good basketball teams. Yay. Yeah. Some good basketball teams. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm kidding. Mississippi State's good. But time to get in teams that I think have a realistic shot making the tournament. And not just realistic, but I th- I like their chances too. I mean, you have these these next nine teams you have in the tournament. Yeah, who is your, I do. Who is your number nine team? LSU remains undefeated. Yeah, I have LSU at nine too. Or as I like to call Edwards them, Edwards <laughs> Or as I like to call them, Murray State South. Murray State South. Man, what a team! What a fun team! I don't know why, but Torvik's like projections like are for this team. Like he has them at sixty four, but like. He doesn't have any of the stats listed for their projections, which is interesting. But yeah, LSU, really interesting team because like a team that we'll probably talk about in the next five minutes or so, 
They have an entirely new roster. An entirely new roster, except for like what a player or two. Except for Milani Wilkinson, yeah. and then I guess Adam Miller is a returner, but he's coming off an injury. So I like Adam Miller, but don't not, know about not, that not, one. In a, not a crazy amount. I don't know. This team is so weird to me because I think they're, I think they're good. Obviously, you have how many Murray State like three or four Murray State players, right? KJ Williams, Trey Hannibal, Justice Hill. Yeah, those those three, um, for sure. I don't know. I, there's just not like there's not a dude on this team for me. There's not one singular guy that I think you can look at and think to myself like this guy is gonna. Is there an all conference player on this team? KJ Williams. You think for sure he's an all conference yeah, player? Yeah, he's a top fifty player in the country. The, this league really is like good. loaded yeah. with bigs, by the I way. I know they're so. so which, is, but, which is my issue is like there's but, so many like bigs. KJ maybe overmatched a little bit early in conference play, but who, who does better, KJ Williams or Henry Coleman? KJ Williams. Okay, because they were. They're fighting for that 15 spot for me right now in terms of all conference teams. And I like Coleman a little more, but. Um, Oscar Sheebway or KJ? <laughs> Justice Hill will handle the point guard duties. I think he'll translate fine. <laughs> um, interested to see how Adam Miller is coming off of knee surgery. Like, he was a guy that was pretty explosive coming out of high school. Um, didn't really do or show much of that at Illinois. He was kind of just a spot up shooter for them. Um, they also they got Tyrell Ward in. Um, believe he decommitted from Xavier after uh, Travis Steele was fired there. I mentioned Milani Wilkinson. He entered the portal, had to come back. Trey Hannibal can defend. I think that was a good sneaky good addition off the bench. And then they bring in Cam Hayes as well. I think this LSU team is probably a, a, a bubble team, but I think they're on the right side of it. Ooh. They're a bubble team for me. They're probably probably on the wrong side of it, but just missed it. If it's a choice between them and like, who else is on the bubble for you, John? Like, let me pull up my bracket. Wisconsin. Wisconsin's on the wrong side of the bubble okay. for me. Tulane. Um, I, I can read, read you what I have here. Okay. Um, so LSU's in the last four buys for me with uh, USC, Ohio State, Purdue. Okay. Last four in for me is Wyoming, Memphis, Seton Hall, and Penn State. Penn State um, makes it. Ooh, um, like first that. four out is Virginia Tech, Iowa State, Arizona State, Minnesota. Happens. And then next four out is Loyola, Chicago, Stanford, VCU, St. John's. I probably will update at least the teams that are out before the season starts. I did this yeah. about a week ago. Okay. But I, I put my conference count on here. SEC has nine. Okay. Well, there we go. There's none that. of those teams are playing in a playing game. Yeah, I mean, that would be... I don't, I don't think we had any in the last year to play, and obviously we had Rutgers, Notre Dame, Indiana, and Wyoming. Wyoming. So no SEC team to play in this year. The SEC year, didn't year. have nearly the depth last year. No, 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 no chance. This year. And the team that was certainly not very good last year, that got a lot better when you both like, is, is the team that I have at number assuming? eight. You have a little higher, but I have them at eight. Okay. M-I-Z. So... We're going to go to our break soon, so I want to save them till after the break, because I know fine. we're going to talk about them a lot. We are. Who do you have at seven? Because I have a different team at eight than you do. Touchdown, Auburn. Yeah, I have Auburn at eight. <laughs> so, let's discuss. Auburn at eight. <laughs> That's what I should do, a famous football call with the remaining teams that we have. <laughs> I'm in basketball conference now. Yeah, people, that's true. For, people forget. People forget basketball conference now. Okay, Auburn. What's good about this team? Johan Traore is good about this team. Now that, defend, I, now that I know that he's not hurt. <laughs> he, he'll defend. He's one of the better freshman defenders in this class. I think he's going to make an all-conference team. He's, a, he's an elite shot blocker. 
Which kind of like, but he the thing is, he's not Walker Kessler, and Johnny Broom is not Jabari Smith. But it's true, which is why we have them not at one, and you know because we don't have them at one. I I had them at one, not anymore. Now I have them at seven, I which mean, I think were, a six they, spot they drop like, is very fair. They are like a pretty consensus like top twenty team for everyone that does a poll, except for me. I feel like no, they're they're good, but like me and you know the inconsistencies of their guard play. Inconsistencies is one way to put it. Hey, okay, I like. I wonder if Wendell Green starts for them this year, or he if should. they or if they go off the bench. Go, go back bench. to Zep, your guy. Zep is. Something. <laughs> Look, their backcourt of Zip Jasper, Katie Johnson, Oendel Green. You can call it inconsistencies. That's a good backcourt, okay? Those are guys that are going to put the ball in the basket, and you can hate on Katie Johnson all you want, but what he brings to the game is a lot of energy. Yeah, no, he does. I, I don't mind KD as much as the other two. He's, <laughs> Katie's a spaz, but like he, he, he does a lot of other things besides like missing shots. <laughs> like, Wendell Green doesn't he, miss shots. When, when he makes Green shots, too. a lot of shots. Zeb, I don't know what he and does. And Alan, Alan, Alan Flanagan, Alan Flanagan. I'm hoping he's more fluid this he year. He took a step back last year he because off, he was at like the seventh option last he year. He also came off his injury and like it just never looked right. Yeah, like, it was, was too much as that. He was rusty hey, for about three months. He got so. replaced by two guys in the front court who are both first round picks, and then backcourt guys who chuck. Yeah. So you look at like now with Jabari gone, the number three overall pick, Kessler's in the first round. He's gone too. Like Traore, and we like Traore, you know, we like uh, Broom, but Flanagan's going to take a, a leap. Um, a re-leap, you could say. West, Chance Westry, freshman guard, wing for them. Uh, injured to start the year, but he'll be back pretty shortly after the opening night game against George Mason. That's I know I said it already, that's probably the game of the night in college hoops on opening night. Yeah, you want that's a narrative game for you. Auburn probably wins it by double digits. Yeah. But you want George Mason. I'm just interested to see how George Mason competes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jalen Williams, Dylan Cardwell, both were role players for them last year. Both Mm -hmm. are back. Like, their depth doesn't take a a hit. Not at all. It's the fact that they're just a significantly worse team. They they lose an amazing player in Jamari Smith and another amazing player in Walker Kessler. And I don't think, like, Treore or Broom are the level of that player, which is why I have them moving down six spots. But I still really like them. I still really do. And if they finish in the top five, it wouldn't surprise me at all. And you hate Bruce Pearl, but he's a good coach. Well, Zepp has called me an Auburn hater. That's true. So, well, you are an Auburn Z- hater. Z- you Z- hate every Z- team in the Z- SEC Z- except for, been, like, Mizzou. Zepp so. has been publicly... Uh, Zepp has publicly said that he does not like me as a person. <laughs> okay, fine. He didn't say that. <laughs> but he did say... He had an interview not- with, with Talia Goodman and said, I do not like Jonathan Litskin, that fraud. <laughs> yeah. Lady's going to start a war with the Goodmans, by the way. We'll get to that in the ACC Goodmans, preview. But what Jeff said last night was... For, first of all, like... Just a real quick touch on that, because, like, what an odd tweet. Yeah. Jeff has known John Shire, um, obviously we're talking about. Jeff has yeah, known, if, you if you don't know the context, like... Jeff has known Coach Shire for... Since he was, like, in high school. Like, yeah. he, he covered him as a recruit, and he's known him for a long time. He did an interview with him a couple months ago at Cameron, and basically said, like, it was a great interview, like, a lot of positive things were said. And then he just like goes on like that tirade yesterday about how he's worried yeah. about, about like uh, he's worried about him. I'm like, like if you know the guy and like you know his basketball mind, like clearly like you're just like making stuff up. Yeah. Like 
I think that was kind of just said to like produce content. Honestly. Oh, for sure. Like, it was it was a produce clicks. It was totally for producing clicks. And you know, John, viewership is the only thing that matters nowadays. So I would disagree with that. No, so would I. I said that's why I said it sarcastically. If the people over the airways of KCO, you could not tell. So, do you want to move to move on to six, or should we go to let's break? Do our break. Let's, let's do a break. Let's do the old, the good old break. Because we got some, uh, we got some high level teams to discuss when we get yeah, back. Yeah. Okay. I like what you said there. We this, are. Uh, yeah. You want? You want? You want? Yeah. All good, David. Yeah. You want me to take it? You want you to take it? I'll take it. Okay. Uh, you've been listening to Marathon to March. This is KCOU 88.1 FM. We'll be right back. The Hard Count, with your host Chris Farblin, covering all the major news in the world of NFL and college football on KCOU 88.1 FM from 1 to 3 p.m. Tune in for recaps and analysis from last weekend's games, along with predictions and previews for the action next Saturday and Sunday. Hot takes, full predictions, and two hours of weekly football coverage on the Hard Count from 1 to 3 p.m. on KCOU 88.1 FM. Those of us who love this sport live... Are you the type of person who loves their community and wants it to be the best it can be? Now it's easier than ever to do your part. Go to RecycleMode.com to see just how easy it is to recycle the right way. Or, if you already recycle and want to be as efficient as possible, RecycleMode.com can tell you what should and should not be recycled in your area. Become part of the clean recycling movement today. It's the right thing to do. Sponsored by the Missouri Department of Natural Resources. Tommy is smoking a cigarette, creating his own smog cloud. <coughs> Tommy's up to bat. Tommy smokes because he thinks it makes him look grown up. But watch what smoking does for him. <coughs> that coughing is one thing. It keeps him from playing his best. You're out! Don't smoke. It doesn't make you grown up. It makes you a loser. sports fanatics we are luca vitalik ryan walterman and ben schmidt let us introduce you to a weekly favorite sports podcast on kcou 88.1 fm on around the wave several guests and us provide you the most thorough mizzou sports coverage also nfl nba mlb and nhl coverage where we debate provide legendary lists and give bold predictions so join us every thursday morning at nine o'clock central time on kcou 88.1 fm we hope to see you there hey this is tommy wizzo and you listen columbia kcou 88.1 fm hopefully you have a groovy time i still hear your voice when you sleep next to me I still feel your touch in my dream. Forgive me my weakness, but I don't know why. Without you, it's hard to survive. Cause every time we touch. Welcome back to Marathon to March. KCOU 88.1 FM. David. It makes me so happy that I get to hear this song in January for the first yeah. time in like six years. Where are you going? Which game are you going to exactly again? Pit. Duke Pit. Pit. In, on January Duke 11th. Pit. Duke Pit. 
Hopefully going to get to see a, a fully healthy Duke team at that point. This song is just so great. One of the better college basketball players. Wait, just my favorite part, John. Listen. Back to seriousness. <laughs> we can play that again on the ACC preview, honestly. I'll, I'll, filter, that. That. I'll filter that. Then in. I got to play a UNC song, too, just to be fair. Jump around. They is, steal, is that what it is? They steal that from, you, from uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin? They, do, mm. they do it at the beginning of every game. It's kind of cool. but Less cool it, than... It's stolen. I'm, I'm less cool than whatever the Mizzou intro is. It's, it's stolen. It, it's stolen. I'm just going to put that yeah. out there. Uh, Mizzou. You, you just put that out there? Yeah, just... just, yeah, just, just okay. Mizzou. Mizzou. I have a. Uh, by the way, I'm going to mention this. I have a very good trivia question for you. Not now, but when we get to it, I completely forgot to bring it up. But yeah, anyway, that's. Oh, right, yeah. Mizzou, Mizzou, Mizzou. So, three players returned from last year's team, which is obviously a good thing, right? And considering the best one returns, and that best one was an All SEC player. Yeah. Two players who were struggling players last year mm-hmm. return. It's an entire new roster. Entire new roster. There might be some growing pains for some of these players, but Mizzou brought in some high-level guys. Do you have them at seven? Yeah. Okay. Uh, two spots ahead of Auburn nationally. Okay. I have Mizzou at 37 nationally. I have them, I believe, as a 10 seed. In the, yeah, 10 seed in the NCAA tournament. I actually have them playing Florida State in the first round. Look at that. Uh, anyway, um... Okay, Mizzou. All right, let's talk about the best part about this team is Isaiah Mosley. This guy is going to be an all-conference player, maybe an all-conference first-teamer. I love him more than anything. Um, and Mizzou, for the first time, you know, in, in last since two years ago, I was no, I don't think anyone could on their team last year create their own shot. Isaiah Mosley can create his own shot, and he's one of the best at doing it in the country. One of the best at doing it in the country. There was there was not a single guy who do that last year. Not a single one, dude. No. Not a single player. Kobe Brown tried to, and he wasn't awful, but he's not a good guy to create his own shot. Um, and then you surround Co- Mo- Kobe Mosley's Brown, the main guy. Yeah, Co- Kobe Brown for this team will do a lot of good things that he didn't have to do. That he, let me rephrase. Kobe Brown will do a lot of good things for this team this year. Scoring will likely not be one of them. Yeah, at least at least at a high level. I don't. I, he might still be the number two option though. Who else can be there? Like Johnny Nick, Nick Honor. Nick Honor. Did he average ten points a game last year at Clemson? Huh? Did he even average ten points a game last year at Nick Clemson? Nick Honor was maybe the most underutilized player in the country last no, year. Isn't that crazy to say? He's one of the best pick and roll point guards in the entire country. I think Shawnee's or Modi are have better chances to score both of them. Both like of them. Matt Harris, Matt Harris, who's very good um, at tweet, just like tweeting out good stats. He's been tweeting some stuff. He's a uh, Rock Nation guy, okay, or Rock M Nation. He's been tweeting some stuff about um, about Nick Honor, and it's. Honestly, just like ridiculous. Like this guy was like in the top like ten percent in um, pick and roll like efficiency last year. And like w- with him, like they added shooter and Mosley, 
Shawnee used to as a shooter. Yep. Hodge will hit shots. Yeah, and, and you know you know what Hodge will really do? He's going to defend. Defend. This team is going to defend like it's the end of their lives, man. It is. They are going to defend the crap out of it. And Kobe Brown, one of the best defenders in the SEC, and he is going to defend for this team as well. So I am so excited to watch this team on defense because they're going to suffocate teams. They might be the best team defensively in the SEC. I don't think it's crazy to say whatsoever. Here's the stat that I was talking. One of the stats I was talking about. Ahead of t- this is from Matt Harris, by the way. Ahead of 2021-22, Jerron Coleman, Dewan Gordon, Amari Davis, Javon Pickett, and Kobe yep, Brown had 355 pick and roll passing possessions in their career. Nick yeah. Otter had the same car- same career tally all by himself. Yeah, that's gonna be. It's great, and and the projected lineup is something we've talked about for a while. We're we're thinking. It's something along the lines of Honor and then Mosley. I think Hodge starts. Hodge, Brown. If, if I had to guess. Um, Noah Carter, DRF. Yeah, that. if I had to guess, they go small and they go Honor, Hodge, Mosley, Carter, Kobe Brown. Yeah. DR and East come off the bench. East, I think, is more ready to play than DR is. Yes. Yeah. Go Million comes off the bench. Um, yeah. He's going to get some playing time. He's uh, De- DeGray and Caleb will probably get in there a little bit. I, I loved what Aiden Shaw showed in the in the yeah. inner squad scrimmage. And me and you were He's both we were so. both kind of thinking that he might not have the first immediate role. And maybe that's still true. But a player as talented as Aiden Shaw, a top a borderline top 50 kid, you got to find a way to play him. You got to. And I think that... Even if it's off the bench to start, we know he's, he's got he's a good defense. He got size six seven. He's one of the t- six eight. He also he's one of like, the tallest guys in this team. He also, if you like, replace um replace Carter or Kobe with him, like off the bench, like mm-hmm. gives you like a different kind of player. Yeah. than those two. So especially Carter, because Carter's very good. One of the smartest basketball players, you know, we've seen uh, coming here here at Mizzou. But also, he's not like she won't jump off the gym. She won't jump jump out of the gym. Um, you know, he's pretty good defensively. He's really good and just off ball screens, off ball motion, which I like about that. But Shaw's a real guy who's gonna he's gonna push this team to the brink, and I'm super excited to watch that. If Shaw Shaw towards like I don't know how much he's gonna play, but if he does manage to get some pretty significant minutes off the bench, like I'd be pretty surprised if Gates doesn't have a a lob set or two put in for him. Yep. Oh, they're having many. I bet they already have that figured out. My last about this team, I'm going to do this off the guys. DeAndre Golston wasn't recruited out of high school and was now has a now has a three star transfer rating. I don't think. Two four seven. I don't think he's. No, no, no. no I'm, just let me just go through it. Trago Million wasn't recruited out of high school. Two four seven doesn't have like a score for him. Three star transfer rating. No Carter. Same thing. Nothing on two two four seven as a freshman. Now he's a three star transfer rating. Demoy Hodge, same thing. Nothing out of high school. Now he's three star transfer. Like these are these are guys who are who are shown that they are better than what they were. And you know why? Cleveland State guys. A lot. A couple. Craig O'Million, Demoy Hodge, Cleveland State guys. No Carter was de- developed by Ben Jacobson, you know, and Gary Golson was <laughs> developed by Patrick Baldwin's dad. <laughs> So, by the way, he was better than Patrick Bolden last year. So, yeah. oh my god, dude, like easily. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, like people are gonna like see Cleveland State and be mad, like they kind of were in the off season. Like I'm not. Okay. Deboy Hodge is good. He is good. Deboy Hodge is going to be a good player for this team. He'll mm-hmm. hit. He hits shots. He defends. What more do you want out of a it's, horizon? This, this is this is the same reason people don't like uh, Jackson Reed Francois nepotism. 
and they think, I mean, like, they think, I mean, nepotism is the wrong word. I think nepotism is like, you have to be a kid. But no, like, ne- yeah, nepotism is like family. It's, uh, like, then we'll say, like, um, the politics involved with this. You know what I mean? So, like, um, you have these Cleveland State guys coming in who, like, Gates already knows. Gates are bringing some of his guys instead of, well, they're not Missouri guys. Bro, shut up. I don't care. They're Missouri guys now. If they can play, they can play. That's all I care about. And they can play. So, Nick Honor might average, like, 50 six, points six, a game. N- no, Nick Honor <laughs> might average, like, six assists for this team. They're going to spread the floor just the floor. way better. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to watch them play. Clubs that is so dysfunctional. We'll get into them next, next yeah. preview. All right, moving on to number six. Six for me is Alabama. Okay, six for me is Texas A&M. Five is Alabama. Okay. Wow, you are really in agreement with Sam here. I kinda, Yeah, I kind of am, too. Oh, no. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? But no, like, <laughs> he's usually right about this stuff. But okay. We'll, this, this is... This is kind of a group of teams right here. These three. Yeah, I completely um, agree. I completely agree with that. So let's let's, let's talk about Florida win the SEC. No. Okay. But he has goodness. Him, but he has them as a top fifteen team. I don't know if I have them that far, but I have them at four in the SEC. I mean, All I kind of bought into it. So let's talk Alabama first because let's they're Alabama. the most interesting team. Javon Quinterly's back, lady. Not yet. He's out for a little, he's not he's out for a little while still. How long are we talking here? I'd be pretty shocked if he's not back by like conference play, but Alabama's non-conference schedule's really hard. Uh, yeah, let me see. They're going to lose a lot of games early in the year. What's the Javon Quinterly injury but, update? Um, I haven't seen one recently. Dude, he's fine. He's going to play. He's not going to be ready right away. He's fine, buddy. He's not fine. But he's fine. <laughs> Tell me he's fine. <laughs> he got named to the Bob Cousy Award watch list. Well, he's going to make my all-conference team, so you know what? He's on pace to return by SEC play. Okay, is the latest. Report. Do we? So does SEC play the only that counts, right? For all for all conference. Yeah, I think so. Okay, then we're good with that. So, we're we're strong. All right. So here, let, let's 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 look at this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Longwood won the Big South last year. Liberty, it's a, like definitive like top hundred team mm-hmm. at South Alabama. Don't know why they're playing at South Alabama. Yeah, it's silly. Jacksonville State Dion. won the A Sun last year. Coach Sanders, Coach Primetime. That's not Jacksonville State. That's Jackson State. Yeah. My bad. Jacksonville State won the A Sun last year. They, they played Auburn in the first round. Yeah, they did. Michigan State. I'm not like let me pull up their like actual schedule on their website so it's I can see if some of these are neutral site games because they're almost bound to be. If they, if they go to Michigan State, it's like no context, it'd be really funny. Oh, Michigan State's the PK-85. 80, oh, yeah. So it's going to be, they're in the UNC bracket, so they're going to play Michigan State. Then they're going to play either Oregon or UConn in the second round, whether that's losers or winners bracket. That's a, such a fun side. And then, wow. And then if they get the championship somehow, the, it's probably UNC because I know they're in that bracket. Um, I'm way more familiar with the Duke bracket, the one they're in. Um, but... I'm pulling this up. Bama. Oh, Villanova's in this too. Villanova. Like, so here's who Alabama has to play. Michigan State in the first round. Either UConn or Oregon in the second round. If they they go to the seventh place game, they're going to play Portland. So that's going to be a win. If they don't, they're either playing UNC, Villanova, or Iowa State. Yeah. Those are three tough games. Iowa State's less tough, but like Villanova and That could be... be, Best case, uh, that could be best best case two and one. Wor- worst case one and two. The but but the one and two could be like uh, Portland to your one win. Like 
That's not sexy at all. So, either way, a team as a whole, there's a lot of players on this team. Brandon Miller. I oh, love, by the way, real, love Brandon By Miller. the way, real quick, after the PK-85, their next four games, South Dakota State at home, at Houston, Memphis at home, Gonzaga in Birmingham. That's insane. Nate Oates, what are you doing, man? Jackson State and Al- and South Alabama, who, uh, yeah, Jackson State and South Alabama are, like, the really only two t- two teams that, like, there's, like, not even a remote possibility of Alabama losing the game. Yeah. Yeah. They have the toughest non-conference schedule in the country, without a doubt. I have, I mean, you, you, you know what else I to say? Yes, you're right. Brandon Miller's really good. Brandon Miller's really good. <laughs> Brandon Miller's good. Um, they also bring in Jaden Bradley from IMG Academy. Yeah, those guys are going to start probably. He, uh, he was dealing with an injury last year. I think he's probably fine now. Is what I've seen. Brandon Miller will make an All Conference team for me, and easily. Mark Sears, Dominic Welch. To, to uh, I like Sears to an extent. He was really good last year. At Ohio. He was very good last year at Ohio, and it's just Alabama basketball is just the most absurd way to play basketball. They're going to go small. They're, it's like, fun. They have to. The Bradley Sears, Welch, Miller, Bidiaco. Are we like? Are we going to put a lot of faith in the Charles Bidiaco to, to be a, a dude? No, but is he is he going to try to be a dude potentially? Apparently, he's shooting threes now. <laughs> apparently, he's shooting jump shots. Apparently, he's Carl Anthony Towns now. So, I have this team thirty nationally. Not sure. What to think of them? They're, I had them really high in the spring. Kind of not sure what to think about them now. Kind of not sure. Um, so A and M, you have at five. I have A and M at four. So let's group these teams together. Texas A and M is a team that some people I think are very high on, and some people are very low on. I'm a very mid on them, so you know me. I have them 15th nationally. That's a little which high. Is, which is I, what I've been told is a little high. That's a little high. You love Buzz. What's there I not, do. What's there not to love? I do. He succeeded everywhere. What's there not to love? What he I don't love. He was good at Marquette. He was good at Virginia yeah. Tech. He's going to be good at, good here. And I I love Tyrese Radford. He just missed an all conference team for me. And I like Henry Coleman. He is on an all conference team for me. Wade Taylor handling the point guard duties. I'm a fan of him. Uh, Dexter Dennis, the Wichita State transfer. Like them, Dexter Dennis. Watched him play here at Mizzou. Solid player. And then uh, Manny Obaseki, I have listed good. as their fourth, fifth. Starter um, off the bench could be interesting. They have Andre Gordon. They lost to Sandiara, mm-hmm. who was a kind of like, like, kind of like put together the team, like glue, glue guy defender off the bench. Also brought gadget in, guy. Also brought in Julius Marble from Michigan State. Oh <laughs> yeah, I forgot they have him. So uh, bench unit could be interesting. We'll see what they get out of that. Virginia Tech. Um, in 2019, when they kind of like peaked under Buzz Williams, they weren't a super deep team, but they spread the floor really well. Uh, they had a stable big guy in um, Kerry Blackshear, who Henry Coleman isn't like that unsimilar to. Yeah, he's, um, yeah. And they were super explosive. Like they, they beat Duke that year and gave them all sorts of fits in the Sweet 16. Where do you think Texas A&M is in Three Man Wee's top 40? Oh, they probably have them low. I'm going to guess 32. Well, they don't actually have them in the top 40 at all. Really? No. Not in the top 40 at all. So this Dude, team... three-man weave is stupid. Three-man I weave know. is so dumb. No, they, they do a lot of good work. Yeah, they do good work. Doesn't mean it's good. It means like smart work. Torvik has them, had them... They dating the, at 30. By the way, Torvik has them at 33. Um, 
or they had them at 33 to end last year. I think kind of like the cardinal rule um, for t- for teams that return a lot of players is like you can't really put them any lower than they finished the year last year. It's a dumb right? rule, though. Why? Because like the, the, you, you don't automatically, just because you return players, I mean, automatically you're going to finish there next year. Yeah, but you probably finish around the same, like at, at worst. Well, sometimes a lot of teams get better. Well, returning players... Mizzou could finish ahead of A&M. That's true. But returning, and returning players aren't always a good thing. Yeah, I mean, look at Ryan Gray. That's what, that's <laughs> what I've been arguing with Indiana. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Who finished 40... Hey, Trace Jackson Davis is an All-American, pre-season, pre-season All-American. Yeah, and he won Big Ten Player of the Year in the preseason over Hunter Dickinson. Yeah, well, it's a place know, where we live in. I don't know what games people watch, but, like, what does Trace Jackson Davis do better than Hunter Dickinson? I don't know what games Three Man Weave watch, but why is why is Tennessee at nine? Dude, metrics love Tennessee. Why is UAB at 37? Okay, enough of this, David. You're getting in your head. St. Mary's at 38. Okay. Um, metrics love Tennessee. We'll get into that. We'll get into Tennessee, too. we got to get, 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 get right, going here. So, A&M. Done with that. I think Florida. I think they're already good. Florida's a Florida. good team. Florida's right. a good team. Sam Friedman on, on call. He's not, but if he was, he would tell you how Florida is amazing. He'll tell you about how every player on the team is amazing. I'm going to say exactly what Sam would tell you if he was on this podcast right Alex now. Alex Fudge. <laughs> Actually, no. Sam would tell you that Colin Castleton's an All-American. Potentially, he could be. I don't agree, but he could be. I don't think say. He would tell you that Kyle Lofton's a high-level point guard. I do agree with that. I mean, yeah. He would tell you that Coetzee Reeves is destined for a breakout year. Agree with that. Yeah. He would tell you that their addition of Alex Fudge and Will Richard are underrated. Agree with that. I think Fudge for sure. And he would tell you that Todd Golden was one of the best coaching hires in the offseason. Agree with that. Yeah. All of that for me adds up to number five in the conference, number 27 nationally. I've been four in the conference. I've been four in the conference. And... I don't know. How much better, realistically, is Castleton going to get? Like, he's good, but like... He averaged 16-9 and nine last year and two blocks a game. Does he get better than that? Does he average 20? Does he average a double-digit? A double-double? Maybe. Maybe he does. Team has some depth. Um, watch, watch, out for, watch out for uh, freshman Riley Kugel, by the way. For he's been pretty impressive. Myron Jones is back again. I think he's really good off the bench for them. He had a billion shots against Mizzou last year. <laughs> he did do that. And, like... CJ Felder, other depth, like their depth is is not only like, not only is it returning players, but they're a little older. Obviously, CJ Felder, Jason Jatobo, Myron Jones, all seniors. Trey Bonham is a transfer from what is that Virginia Military Institute? Yeah, BMI. Okay, so he was good, he was good there. Look, I like Alex Fudge. He averaged, three, he averaged three points a game last year. People think he's like destined for a huge he breakout. Averaged, he averaged three points a game last year. There's always players that do this, though. Kwasi Reeves averaged five points a game last year. Kwasi Reeves, I can buy into the... I would, I would, I'm not against uh, him, but I gotta admit, see it. I gotta I, see it. Admittedly, I have not watched much a, a ton of Alex Fudge to like say that he's like destined. Kyle for a Lofton is going to go against these high these these freshman point guards in the SEC who are fast paced, who are. Super, just let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's shoot a ton, let's blah, 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 blah. The Alabama way of playing basketball, you know what I mean? Just super fast paced. 
lot of rip, a lot of chucking, and he's going to play a calm, cool, collected game, and he is going to be one of the better point guards in this conference. Now, there's, there's a couple other point guards who do play like him as well in this conference. We'll get to them, and they're on my own conference teams. Lofton and Castleton will be one of the best pick-and-roll duos in the country. Dude, Castleton and you could be one of the best pick-and-roll duos in history. I mean, in, hey, I have a good pocket passer. I know you are. I know you are. So, I like Florida. They have at four. I don't have him winning the SEC like Sam. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know he doesn't have him winning the SEC. Tennessee at three. Uh, I have Tennessee at three. A lot of things to like about this team. A lot of things to like about this team. At the end of the day, John, well, they'll get in. They'll be a top, you know, whatever seed in the SC, in the NCAA tournament. To and start, then... they don't have to play Euros Plavsic a lot of minutes this year. <laughs> hey. Because. I hate Euros Plavsic. <laughs> uh, Olivia, Olivier Kamua is back for them. Yeah. And he's probably going to start. And they're going to be smaller than they would be if they had Plavsic on the floor. So, But Plavsic yeah. is not a good player. So that's wow. okay. Why are you hating Euros Plavsic, man? Projected starters for them, I have. Zakai Ziegler, yep. Santiago Vescovi, yep. Julian Phillips, Josiah Jordan-James, Olivier Nakamura. I think that's correct. I don't know if I have any differences there. Um, a, lot of, a lot of fun players off the bench coming off of this team, uh, including DJ Jefferson. Do you know who that is? I do not. Minnesota Prep Academy player. St. Paul, Minnesota. I don't like the prep schools in Minnesota, but, you know, he is a wing, can score at both sides. Um, both sides make no sense. Just score it inside out, so I like him a lot. Off the bench, and they also brought in B.J. Edwards, who's a really high four-star point guard from Jum- no- from Knoxville. So. Jemai Meshack should get some minutes yeah. in there. But, of course, I mean, like, look. Let's, they let's, have size off the bench. Let's, just, let's, let's, let's just look at the, the base of this team. So Kai Ziegler's going to have a great year. He's going to average probably like 10 and 6. Josiah Jordan James is really good. Josiah Jordan James is an amazing player. Vescovi will hit shots. We know that. And Vescovi's going to hit shots, and he's probably going to make an all-conference team. I think he I is. I think he's close. I think he is making an all-conference team. Um, I, cannot, I just cannot remember whether I put him on the conference team or he not. He averaged so. 13 game last year and, and, and shot 40% from three. He's a, he's a really good shooter. One of the best this conference yeah. has. And then Julian Phillips was a guy that we saw. Well, did we see him play? No, we didn't, did we? Yeah, he, we was, did. A, he was a Lunk Academy kid. Oh, I'm thinking of someone else with the South SoCal Kevin Key didn't play. Wasn't very uh, Julian Phillips. I'm actually way lower on. Um, he, he didn't look that all, great when, a lot we, of when we watched guys. him. Um, the like the link players. Like I'm pretty high on uh, Jordan Walsh. I was obviously very high on Trey Green. Um, I was big on a couple of the SoCal kids. Um, mm-hmm. Jackson Kohler, I think will be fine. Pretty good. I like Jackson Kohler. Um, but yeah, Julian Phillips like. Didn't impress me too much. And then Josiah Jordan James is going to be awesome. He's physically, Josiah Jordan James is listed at six six. He is. He plays like he's seven three. I mean, he is massive. He shoots too. That guy is awesome. So Tennessee's a good team. But at the end of the day, we can say they're how they're going to be great. We can see they're going to be a top ten team. They might win the SEC. We see all this stuff. They're not going to make the Sweet Sixteen. Probably not. So yeah, man. Number two, who do you have? Kentucky. I do too. Me and Lydia, the same SEC championship. Let's go. I'm, I, I'm higher. It's more that I'm higher on Arkansas than I am on Kentucky because I think both teams are good. No, so do I. I think Kentucky is getting a little overrated in the preseason because, like, how is Calipari going to handle these rotations? They ha- they don't have shooters. They have CJ Frederick and and Damian Collins can shoot a little bit, I think. But CJ Frederick can shoot. So if your wheeler can't shoot. Jacob Tobin can't shoot. Sheepway can't shoot threes. Unless, unless, unless <laughs> are they going to play Antonio Reeves a lot? Probably, because uh, they're going to have to. I don't know, man. 
they're an interesting team. They're an interesting team. And look. And they have a wash coach. I don't know if I can let you talk about Kentucky right now. Because you're biased. Because you hate them. Where's that one Matt guy on from Twitter? Oh, Matt Sack. Yeah. He followed me a long time ago. Did he really? It was a fine day. <laughs> it was a day that I'll... Don't care about. He called Jeremy Roach mid, which is like, if Jeremy Roach is mid, like, what is Severe Wheeler? Yeah. The best point guard in the country, Liddy. Apparently. Even though there's... Okay, I like Severe Wheeler, and I think he will make an all-conference team for what it's worth, because I think he'll be an increased role this year. He's solid. This team runs through Oscar Sheetway. And if he is... It, even, even when he's really good, they still lose. He had a minor knee surgery, by the way. Which, like, Titus and Tate said this. I thought this was interesting. What, like... What, like, center is having a minor knee, knee surgery and, like, it's just considered minor? Like, like big men, big men in their knees, like, that's never good. Greg Oden. That's never good. Yeah. Um, I think he'll be fine. I hope he's he'll fine. fine. I hope he's fine, too. Jacob Toppin's a top 50 player in the country for me. You like Jacob Toppin? I'm not completely sold on him. I don't know. It's about consistency with this team. How consistent can they be? At the peak, they were one of the best teams in the country. Did you pick them to win the national? No, Harry picked them to win the national I, I championship. Had the, Harry picked them to win the national championship. Yeah. I thought they were going to at one point. Changed changed my mind kind of in the final couple weeks. Like, yeah, this team's not clicking. There's something about them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ty Ty's gone. I don't know if Case and Wallace can be the backcourt mate that he was. Oh, their freshmen are not good. Yeah, their their freshmen are. They they think Case and Wallace is like amazing. I don't see it. And Chris Livingston's not good either. So this he's the, terrible. The two five stars, you think, just aren't very good. Chris Livingston is like, Chris Livingston is like Chris Livingston, in my opinion, is like a borderline top fifty player in the country. Like he's gonna defend, but like he doesn't do anything else. And like they have guys that defend. Like what's Jacob Toppin gonna do? I think Antonio should start. I think Antonio should start for this team. I agree. Over Frederick. Well, dude, Frederick might not start. Yeah, three man weave has three man weave has it going severe Wheeler, then Wallace and Livingston, then Toppin and Sheway. If Wallace and Livingston both start, Kentucky is going to be brutal at the start of the year. They may lose to Michigan State. I hope so. If they start those two and play them significant minutes. Well, Liddy hates some five stars, but he loves other five stars. Arkansas. Okay, time for time for the five stars we love. Nick Smith is the best player in the country. Okay, fine, he's not the best player in the country. Best freshman in the country. Yeah. Him and Dariq. So, oh man, this team is so freaking good. <laughs> I love this team so much. Anthony man. Black, dude, I like him. He's six seven. I like him, but I don't. I don't think he'll be in the role of like a Nick Smith. I think Devo Davis takes another huge like takes another leap. I don't think Devo Davis starts for this team. I think he starts for this team. Yeah, I think he starts for this team. But I think Trayvon he starts. Brazil might be their best player. I got you're gonna have one that I'll cover too. I can't. I can't Trayvon buy into Brazil, it yet. Trayvon Brazil. Last, I can't buy into it. Trayvon, Sorry. What did we talk about with Mizzou last year? Like yeah. 20 minutes ago. They had no offensive creators last year. Trayvon Brazil's last year per 40 stats, 11, 10, and four blocks on a team with no creation. <laughs> That's nuts. That's insane. He was the one when I, when we when he entered the portal. I like. Physically, like, slammed my fist down. I was very upset about and that. And you should be. Now, let me go on my little two-minute rant here about why Eric Musselman is They're a so top long five coach and so athletic. Like, who's going to be able to match up with these guys? Nobody, right. has, nobody has the size they do. All right, that's what Eric Musselman looks like, right? Yeah. yeah. Eric, give, me, give me my time with Eric Musselman. He had to start the NBA. He so. d- didn't work. Goes to Nevada in 2015, 2016. 
Goes 24 and 14 on the year overall. Wins the CBI. Man. Good year for Nevada. Makes the tournament the next year. Wins 28 games. Makes the tournament the next year. Wins 29 games. Sweet 16 with Nevada in 2017-2018. Yeah. 2018-19. Wins 29 games. Makes the tournament. Then goes to Arkansas. Team was not great year one. They were okay. Um, they went 20 and 12. No tournament due to the, due to COVID. Next year went 25 and seven. Made the Elite Eight. Last year went 28 and 9 in the Elite Eight. This, all he does is win. All this guy does is win. He only wins everywhere he goes. He's won 25 plus games, what, now four of the last five, five years? of the last six years. Jesus. Five last year, five last six years, he has won 25 games and he's in the tournament in, in also five of the last six years. And this team is just like, they're <laughs> nuts. They're so long. They're so tall. They're so they're gonna athletic. score from everywhere. They're going to be the most athletic team in the country uh, by and far. And there's, no, there's no close second to me. There's no close second. I just, I don't know. Then the, I just don't know how this team doesn't succeed. And they're going to be so good. And they're going to be a Final Four team for me because I just love everything about them. Nick Smith is going to probably, Nick Smith could average like 50 points a game, dude. Is that crazy to 15? say? 15? Yeah. Probably closer to like seventeen. Yeah, honestly. Well, I mean, who cares at that point? Fifteen, seventeen. Andy Black is six seven, and he moves and like the magic. Pass, and the best freshman passer in the class. Yeah, Jordan Walsh, who is a guy who kind of like in there. He's a freak. Freak of He's nature. He's a ridiculous athlete. Yeah, but I, I'm not sold on him quite quite as much. And the guys off their bench are like these seniors and juniors who. If you, if you mention the Mitchell twins, I will come over there and hit you. Why? Because they're terrible and they're not going to play. Okay, well, the Mitchell twins. Um, no, but Kamani Johnson, Jalen Graham, I think they're solid enough pieces. I think Jalen Graham's going to start for them. Really? He's going to start over Jordan Walsh? No, over Devo Davis. Devo Davis is good, man. He's going to start. I agree, but he's not going to start. They Why also not? Brought, they also brought in Ricky Council from Arkansas. I like him. Or from Wichita State, excuse me. <laughs> they brought Ricky Council from Arkansas. Um, Why do you hate the Mitchell twins? They, they, they're not good enough to play at Arkansas. Well, you're not going to play in Arkansas. That's true. That's why I'm not here. <laughs> That's why I'm here talking about Arkansas. I'm not, not doing that. All right. We got to do wrap up here. We love Arkansas. Here, here we go. Awards. Here's my quick trivia question for you, John. Okay. Go. What was it right now? My player of the year is Oscar Sheepway. Okay. Is your player of the year Oscar Sheepway? It's not. Okay. I, I refuse oh, to pick a player um, that won player of the year last year to win it again. Well, here we go, John. There have been three different instances since 1990 when two, a player has won SEC player of the year twice. Can you name those three players? Grant Williams. He did win it twice. He won it in 2017-18 and 2018-19. You said there were two others? Two others. Oh, man. Kentucky doesn't get guys to stay around. Oh, um, Joakim Noah? Or was it one of those Florida guys? Joakim Noah did not win the award. Corey Brewer? Nope. Was it one of those Florida guys? No. Oh, that's too bad. Um... Yeah, I have no idea then. So in 1993 and 94, the 1994 95, Corliss Williamson won. Okay. And then 1990, sorry, 1990, 1991 and 1991 92. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this guy. Shaquille O'Neal won it twice. <laughs> that for makes LSU. a lot of sense. So, man, I cannot believe that that Florida. The yeah, they Florida, won. Florida won back to back national championships. No, their latest player of the year was somebody to recognize. Before that was like Chandler Parsons won in 2011. Yeah, that makes sense. Chandler All right, player of the year is Arkansas Shiway. Who's your player of the year? Trayvon Brazil. No, it's not. No, it's not. Trayvon Brazil. No, it's not. He's going to be a top 15 no, pick in the not. NBA draft. No, it's not. Trayvon Brazil. Liddy, are you serious right now? He's going to average probably 18 and 9 with three blocks a game and going to do ridiculous things efficiently. 
He's like this guy is Brandon Clark with a better jump shot. That's crazy. Coach of the year is Eric Musselman. Todd Golden. If Eric Musselman wins the SEC, he's winning coach of the year. He's never won it before. Oh, he hasn't? He's never won it before. That makes sense. So, yeah, if, I, I agree with you then. Probably Eric Musselman. But I think Todd, if Florida has a really good year, I think Golden's definitely in the conversation. Also, I was going to say something else, but Musselman was that Arkansas team last year. They finished the year like 18 2. <laughs> they they yeah. lost three straight games to like Vandy, Miss State, and like Georgia, and then literally won LSU. like 14 in a row. They beat LSU and started, started yeah. everything. My freshman year is Nick Smith. I agree with you. My transfer of the year is Isaiah Mosley. Can you count Trayvon Brazil? Because if you're going to say. If you want me to go with a different one, that's I do. fine. Because like, he's um, still in conference. You know what I mean? If I have to go with somebody else besides Brazil, I probably. I'm just looking up and down my roster. So yeah, I'll go with Isaiah Mosley. Yeah, him and him or Kyle Lofton would be my next. Lofton's pick. a great choice too. I think Mosley's just gonna average more points and, and be uh, just have the ability to score more. All right, your third team: Zakai Ziegler, okay, Anthony Black, okay, Cario Aquendo, Johnny Broom, KJ Williams. We have a very different third team. We always do. Severe Wheeler, Katie Johnson, Brandon Miller, Kobe Brown, and Henry Coleman. Respectable. Yeah, thank you. All right, my second team is Kyle Lofton, Tyrese Radford, Isaiah Mosley, oh, uh, Jacob Toppin, and Colin Castleton. Okay. Wow, we have a totally Yeah, I knew we were going to be very different All right, on this. Ziegler, my, my I'm surprised you have Zakai Ziegler on the third team. I'm the second team. You love Zakai Ziegler. I do. But Zakai he's, Ziegler, second team. He's probably going to have some more numbers to what Severe Wheeler averages. That's fair. Zakai Ziegler. I have Arkansas starter Devo Davis at the two. Uh, Santiago Vescovi, which, as much as we hate the guy, he's going to make an offensive team. Him. He's going to average 15 at like 40%, dude. Josiah Jordan-James, and then Johan Traore. That's your second team? That's my second team. All right, my first team is uh, Nick Smith. This is a big first team. I don't have a point guard on this That's team. That's fine. Nick Smith. He can kind of play the point guard, so it's fine. Nick Smith, Josiah Jordan-James, yeah. Brandon Miller, Trayvon Brazil, and Oscar Shibway. Okay. I am going off the fact that this man is healthy, even though he kind of isn't, Trayvon Quinterly. Isaiah Mosley. If, if he plays every SEC game, he absolutely yeah. can. Isaiah Mosley, Nick Smith. I think they double up in center and go Colin Castleton. And then for That's my final fair. center, I'm going to go with Mo, um, Oscar <laughs> Sheepway. Yeah. He saw the. I can't believe, the I can't believe he you picked Trayvon. Yeah. I can't believe you picked it, uh, Trayvon Brazil to win SEC. I think he's going to be unreal. I'm waiting for the, the tweet from. Uh, the tweet. Uh, Boss is going to text us or tweet the something. The text, yeah. I'll post the clip. Think he's going to average probably 18, 10, three blocks. Well, what like, if Sheboy averages like 20 and 15? Voter fatigue. That's not a thing. Huh? Not, it's not a thing in college basketball. Sheboy might average 20 and 15. Kentucky also has like way more options than they did last year. Arkansas has way more options than Kentucky, though. I disagree with that. I don't, I, I don't at all. Arkansas has, the only guys are going to take, the only guards Wheeler, are going to take shots Reeves, for them. Frederick, Wallace, Livingston. Chibwe, Toppin, Damian Collins. I just named eight there. I mean, yeah, but you go to you go like Nick Smith. You go to Anthony Black. You go to Devo Davis. Try to legitimately score. Okay, Nick Smith. Well, it's only Anthony Black. Like Devo Davis is going to be like their like glue defensive guy. He's going to score. Jordan Walsh will be strictly like off ball. Um, Yeah, but like Nick Frederick is too. Then Nick Smith will have the ball, and Nick Smith and Anthony Black will have the ball a lot, Mm -hmm. but. Those guys are really good creators, and like well, that's what, Nick Smith is everything. And well, so. Brazil was, didn't have a single creator last year. It's also true, no, not bad ones. He didn't have a single creator. Period. I cannot wait. I I, I don't want to say I want. I love would I love Trayvon Brazil, and I hope he succeeds. But I just don't see it, John. But I love the fact that you picked it. We love the show. If he was at Missouri, they'd be a top twenty team. 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, because Mizzou's kind of missing a, play, a guy like that. Well, I mean, he's just, uh, he's ridiculous. I, 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 I think, I, like I said, I think he's, like, this guy's like Brandon Clark, but he's, like, taller and has a better jump shot. Well, I guess we'll find like out that. I don't think he's going to get the opportunity to shoot that much. Maybe not, but... He, he might average, like, 15 he, he, in the paint. He, he won't, do, if, he, if he shoots from the outside, he won't do it poorly. No, he will not be average on yeah. it. But yeah, that, that's probably enough with his, his skill set. All righty, John. Been a good show. Yeah, it's been a good show. That was really fun. One of our best, I'd say. I would say I'll take it out. Um, on March next Tuesday, we will have episode. mailbag episode. We'll have an ACC preview probably this weekend, Sunday or Monday. So and, uh, next week on the mailbag episode, also um, probably uh, review our top tens nationally yep. and uh, all American. All American, so award show as well. It's be a grand old time. Bastards is not too far away, folks. We just have a great week. But she's touching his chest.